the humiliation she'll have to endure for that Persian thread. So the typist will run here because you don't go to the bar on 45 roubles a month. She doesn't even have enough for the movies, and the movies are a woman's only solace in life. So she shakes and squirms but gulps it down all the same. To think, 40 kopecks for a two-course meal, while both of these courses put together aren't worth 15 kopecks because the local manager stole the remaining 25. Is that the kind of nourishment she needs? The apex of her right lung's not quite right, and she's got female troubles of the French kind. And then they docked her pay at work and fed her rotten garbage at the diner. There she goes, right over there, running through the gateway in her lover's stockings. Her legs are cold, the wind is blowing at her stomach, because she's got no fur, and her underwear isn't warm at all. Lacy stuff for appearance's sake. Old rags for her lover. And if she went to try and put on flannel underwear, he'd scream, You're so ungraceful, I'm sick of my missus, I've had enough flannel underwear, now my time has come, I'm a chairman now, and no matter how much I steal, I'll spend it all on women's bodies, on lobster tails, on abrao durso. Because I've spent enough of my youth hungry, that's it for me, and there is no life after death. I feel sorry for her, I do. But I feel even sorrier for myself. Not because I'm an egotist, oh no, but because our circumstances are truly unequal. She's warm at home at least, but what about me? Where do I go? Beaten, scolded, humiliated. Where do I go? Here boy, here boy. Furball, huh? Furball. What are you whimpering about, poor thing, huh? Who hurt you? Ah. The wicked old hag of a blizzard rattled the gates and smacked the lady with a windy broom, blew her skirt up to her knees, exposing cream-coloured stockings and a strip of poorly washed lace underwear, choked off her words and swept snow over the dog. My God! Such weather! Oh! And my stomach hurts too! It's the corned beef! It's the beef! When will it all end? Lowering her head, The lady charged and burst through the gate. Out on the street, the blizzard spun her round, tearing and tossing her, and she vanished in a spiralling column of snow. And the dog remained in the gateway. Suffering from his injured side, he pressed against the massive cold wall, gasped, and decided firmly that he would not go anywhere else and die right there in the gateway. Despair overpowered him. He felt so hurt and bitter inside, so lonely and frightened, that little dog tears began crawling out of his eyes like goosebumps and drying up immediately. Frozen, matted clumps of fur were sticking out of his ruined side, and sinister red burn spots peeked out between them. How senseless, stupid, and cruel the cooks are. Furball, she called him. The hell kind of furball is he? Furball means round, plump, stupid, an oatmeal muncher, the son of blissful parents. And he is scruffy, gaunt and raggedy, a wiry vagrant, a homeless dog. Then again, thanks for the kind word. In a brightly lit store across the street, a door banged and a person appeared. A person, not a comrade, mind you, and to put it even more accurately, a gentleman. The closer he gets, the clearer it is. A gentleman. You think I'm judging by the coat? Rubbish. Even many of the proletarians wear coats these days. The collars are different, of course, that goes without saying, but you could still mistake them from afar. But the eyes. 
Those you cannot mistake, far or near. Oh, the eyes are an important thing, like a barometer. You can see everything. Those with great substance in their soul, those who could kick you in the ribs with the toe of their boot for no reason, and those who are themselves afraid of everything. It's these last lackeys that are especially pleasant to nip in the ankle. Afraid? Take that! If you're afraid, you deserve to get it. The gentleman crossed the street confidently in a pillar of snow and headed towards the gateway. Yes, yes, it's all clear. This one isn't going to chow down spoiled corned beef, and if they do serve it to him somewhere, he'll raise a stink and write to the papers. I, Filip Filipovich, have been poorly fed. Here he comes, closer and closer. He eats plentifully and does not steal. He won't kick you, but neither is he afraid of anyone, and the reason he's not afraid is that he's never hungry. He's a gentleman of brainwork.